Hello, this is Brian Wampler with another episode of the Chasing Tone Podcast, a podcast where we generally talk about guitars and amps and effects, as well as a healthy dose of interesting off-topic discussions. Joining me today again is Blake Wyland. In case you don't know who that is, he himself is the host of another guitar podcast called The Tone Mob, where he interviews a variety of artists, creators, and gear builders. But today, a bit more of an off-topic discussion. We discuss uh, creating YouTube and Instagram videos, getting shocked by ungrounded lights, and someone squatting on my TikTok name. Let's jump into it. Good afternoon, Blake. Good morning-ish, Mr. Wampler. Morning for you. Late yes. afternoon for me. Well, actually not late afternoon, but I got up early this morning, which is not something that I normally do. So it's late afternoon. Ugh, that sounds awful. It's good and bad. I like a good sunrise, you know? Especially when the sky is nice and orange with hints of blue. And uh, normally I like it when it's about 40 degrees warmer, but still. It was okay. I can't. You know what I like even better than that? Mm, donuts. Sleep. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. That's just my thing. Sleep is overrated. How are you supposed to get anything done when you're sleeping? Well, you do what I do, and you just work until it's really, really late at night. Right? That's that's efficient and healthy. Right? That's, that's, that's yeah. what works for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that that's the best way to do it, but it it seems to be the way I'm programmed. Sleep in. I mean, I don't sleep in until like 11, you know, like 8. That's and not then, that's not sleeping in. What what's sleeping in? Sleeping in is like 11 or 12 or something. Well, that's only if you've been up to like 3. I usually go to bed about midnight or 1 o'clock somewhere in that ballpark. So sleeping. Eight, eight, 8, 9 o'clock is just fine. Sleeping in until 8 o'clock. <laughs> All right, Papaw, what's next? Uh, <laughs> you going to yell at me to get off your lawn? <laughs> I don't know, Brian. I don't know if you know this about you and I, but we have what are known as weird schedules. <laughs> That's very true. Like, uh, my, like my dad gets up at like 4. Four. Yeah. 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 Most of the people I know purpose, get huh? up early in the morning to get to work on time. They got to well, be at work at like five, six, seven o'clock, somewhere in that ballpark. What? Which is what I used to have to do. Are you serious? Mm hmm. So people get up that early on purpose. Well, or they get fired. Wow. Mm hmm. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. You're you remember, you used to work construction. Nobody I, got started at 11 a.m. <laughs> in the construction world. I, I always did. I've worked, <laughs> I, I've worked for myself for so long. I, yeah, I literally, like, um, I'm rolling in about nine. Probably stayed about seven or eight. <laughs> Everybody else hated it, but I didn't care because so I was the boss. So screw them. <laughs> I'm the boss. I sleep when I want to. Like, if, I, if I have to be there at nine, that means I'm leaving at eight, which means I'm getting up at seven. Yeah. So that's early. I I I think it's early. I've I've always been such a night owl person. Like I just that's just what I want to do. I just want to sleep. I want to sleep. I I don't I'm not tired at 9 p.m. Nine, I, yeah, 9 p.m.'s quitting time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> all right, now it's time to start relaxing. Maybe <laughs> grab some dinner. <laughs> right. That's when the Xbox games get really good is you know after 9 or 10 o'clock. I am going to have to shift that, though, because, you know, kids and stuff, my son is going to start going to school next year, which mm. I'm not looking forward to at all, because I'm going to, oh, well, never mind. I don't think you and I need to go on another rant about the education <laughs> system, because we will do it. We have been known to rant about the education system. <laughs> In fact, I just got off a call with my brother ranting about the education system. So how about that? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Serendipitous. All right, so... So, um, so guitar stuff. Yeah, guitar stuff. What are we, like, 20 minutes into this? And that's the Chasing Tone Podcast. Thanks for watching. That's the Chasing Tone Podcast, and that's why you shouldn't go to college unless... <laughs> Welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast, where we don't talk about guitars and effects or anything else guitar-related. Mm -hmm. You know, this many years into it, I'm surprised we get to it at all. 
Yeah, I know. I'm surprised that we still have listeners at this point. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, funny like in who would have thought, you know? But I know. And it's it's we I feel like this is half the show is us talking about how it's difficult to talk about guitars because we talk about <laughs> guitars all day long. <laughs> like it's wonderful though. I do have uh, I do have something interesting that I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh yeah, yes, I remember something I wanted to talk about in regards to guitars and filming demos and such things. Really? Okay. So I filmed a demo for the uh, Mr. Black Mini Flanger, a new thing that just came out last week. Or, no, this week, I guess, as we record this, but last week as people listen to this. And in the middle of recording that, I had a light that I was kind of moving around, and it was not like a fancy, like, nice light. It was actually an old homemade lamp uh, that was, like, in my family for a while, and I just, I didn't really have any use for it, and I was like, oh, wait, I can actually use this to light shots with. And so I was moving it around when I discovered that it was ungrounded, and I discovered it was ungrounded because it shocked me. <laughs> Which it's it's never done before, but I've never moved it whilst uh, holding a guitar before. Uh, it's kind mm. of the same thing with like the old tube amps that there they have the ungrounded plug, and you don't really notice until you you are playing guitar and you like touch your lips to the microphone. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll knock you back a foot or two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I kind of did the same thing because I I totally wasn't expecting it at all. I I didn't I knew I, I knew in my head that like it wasn't grounded because I it only has two prongs on the power cord, but I didn't think like when you touch the metal part where the light bulb screws in that that may be a bad a bad situation. And it it was I I shocked myself and I dropped the light immediately and it shattered all over the place and and then I. Uh, Proceeded to film the rest of the demo. So that was a watch out for your ungrounded and 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 well in in another kind of uh, weird thing, my wife's hair straightener did the same thing to her like the day before, and like I realized like why are there so many ungrounded things like like it shorted internally phantom powering yeah she touched the metal base and mm -hmm. it shocked her while she was trying to straighten her hair. I'm just like what. In 2020, well, I know this lamp I'm talking about is old, but that hair straightener was not. Like, there's still ungrounded devices being. That's sold. weird. That sounds like something. That sounds like something is is wrong with the uh, actual straightener. I would guess, surely. Oh yeah, definitely. We yeah. threw it right in the trash. Yeah. It, it, she's used it forever. It would like it, something. Something happened internally, and it just all of a sudden started shocking her. Did you put it in the dishwasher to try to clean it? Well, I ran it under some uh, so soapy water and scrubbed it up real quick. It was just getting a little grimy. Was was she taking a bath at the time that she was doing it or a shower or anything? Mm, maybe that was the problem. She was trying to shower and straighten that, her hair at the same time. That can cause problems, I've heard. Yeah. No, she was just standing in her normal dry spot, and she touched. The, there's a little metal base to it, and she touched it, and she was like, ah! Imagine if, imagine if she was doing, she was straightening her hair, holding a, a guitar, and playing the Mr. Black mini flanger. <laughs> and using this old lamp and using, to light it. And using <laughs> the old lamp at the same time. There would be something there, I think. Goes the back. flanger was fine. Nothing wrong with the flanger. But, yeah, the uh, video came out good. Well, thanks, man. I finally got a format down that I think I can produce on my own. I... I I don't know if you've seen the ones I've done in the past where uh, we like got drones involved and stuff. I haven't those seen are, those, huh? Th that was really fun and, and really cool, and the videos turned out really cool, but they took you know three guys to produce, and then my friend Keith did the editing, and it took him you know 10 hours to edit it together, and it's just like, as cool as those videos are, they just don't get enough traction on YouTube to warrant that yeah. amount of time. That's just too many man hours. I mean, I hear you. Like the, the last video I did, um, this being a podcast, the last video would be based around IR impulse responses and loaders and such. One of your favorite um, things. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that one, it's so funny how sometimes things pop and that things don't. So the, I did another similar type of video, but like same type of topic, but talking about different components regarding mm -hmm. it. And the last one did 85,000 views 
This one is a stinker from, oh man, it's, it's, a, it's a turd. It's got, I think I just broke 10,000 views. So it's, it's a turd like crazy. It's, looking at the analytics, it's way, way underperforming. But, and I mean, that, that's the way things go. But the reason why that's a pain is because I literally spent four days filming and editing it. So I lost four, I lost four days of the week when I really needed to be doing other things rather than editing video. <laughs> so I would, I filmed it and as I was editing it, I would be like, Oh, I need to insert this part here. And so I'd film another, you know, another component to it. Right. And that just, it took forever. So, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I love doing videos, but they, it takes so much time, man. You know, they really do. I, I, it's funny that we're bringing this up and maybe this is valuable to some people. I'm sure we've got some aspiring or maybe even professional YouTube creators listening to this. It's not, it's, it's a black box. Like YouTube is so weird with how they push things. I was just talking to Scott from Stringjoy about this and he made two different videos. One that we thought was really going to pop off was, uh, how high can you tune a guitar string before it breaks? Like, that seems like a clickable kind of, you know, kind of, you know, like virally thing. Like, mm -hmm. that seems like it should go well. And the other was uh, an introduction to new standard tuning, which was a tuning that Robert Fripp introduced many years ago. And the new standard tuning one did like almost 300,000 views or a little over 300,000 views, which is massive for his channel. His channel's not that big. The right. algorithm just took it and ran. And the how high can you tune a guitar string did like two. <laughs> two views? Like two, <laughs> 2,000. <laughs> it, it literally did only like, I think it's sitting at like 2,500 or something yeah, right now. It's and, so the, weird. and the one the week before did over 300,000. It, it doesn't make yeah, any sense. It's completely weird. Yeah. So it weird. just picks things and decides to put them in front of people. And it's when it's good, it's good. And when it's not, it's depressing. <laughs> uh yeah i noticed a bit last night as i was scrolling through my youtube feed i noticed that um a video i filmed last year with music is win mm -hmm. um that video now has a million views and i was like holy crap man last time wow. i saw it is like two hundred fifty thousand or something so it's still the algorithm is still carrying it on that's that's been eight months ago you know, <laughs> yeah, that was that was around Summer Nam. Yeah, right? it's right, right after Summer Nam, and it's it's still in news feeds. And you would think that not a lot. I mean, I would think that not a lot of old videos would be shoved in a person's news feed if it's because I know like Instagram is like about three days seems to be about the rate that it keeps showing up. But I don't know. I mean, algorithms are so weird; it's hard to predict. Even people that tell you they can predict predict it are generally wrong. <laughs> they they are definitely wrong. This is something that I do for a living is trying to figure out these algorithms. And because it, a lot of people don't realize this. Like, the only people who really know how these things work are, are the people at the companies, and they are not saying anything to anybody. It doesn't matter how famous you are. Like, Brad Pitt isn't getting information about the algorithms. Nobody's Nobody's going to know except for those people. And it's because that's how they make their money. Right. That's like, that's their, that's the one thing they have is the algorithm and the platform. And if that gets compromised, then they don't have anything. Right. So and if they, if they did tell someone and that, and that news leaked out, well, they just made their job twice as hard because now they have to come up with a different algorithm because now people are going to start gaming it, you know, they're going to exactly. start messing with it and doing black quote unquote black hat tactics. Yeah. I, well, that's 100% what would happen. So I, I understand the secret. To the, the secret, Like, I get why they want to be guarded with that. But it does make it frustrating as a creator because you're trying to make things that you know that people want to see. And that is challenging. That is, is challenging. Because you think you can think like, oh, like the, the how high can you tune a guitar string? That seems like something people would watch. Nope. Apparently, they want to see a new standard tuning. <laughs> I there are some things that I I see the numbers and I'm like how in the world did that get a million views or whatever like that's just ridiculous and then some things like in fact I was watching a video last night that had 286 views and it was a great video well great to me it was basically about um, 
what's the easiest way to explain it? It was about DSP and programming distortions, like programming guitar distortion type effects with a certain type of DSP. Right. And I wasn't familiar with this type of DSP, so I, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> but apparently I was one of the 286 people. Well, I mean, and Instagram's kind of the same way with the mysterious algorithm stuff because, like, I will, I, I've literally taken, like, I've got a Les Paul and I've got a Telecaster, both classic, iconic instruments, both very attractive, beautiful guitars. I placed them in the exact same place, taken the exact same style of photo with the same filters and the same everything, and for some reason, the Les Paul one will take off like like wildfire and the the telecaster one went like it did okay but like it didn't go crazy it's yeah. I, sometimes there's just no reason for it it just doesn't make any sense i feel like i could even take and post the exact same picture like a week apart and i bet it would have similar results like yeah. just literally just screenshot it and posted the same picture again and it would it would have it would like perform worse or better for some right. for mystery reasons. Hey, speaking of uh, frustrating things, I, uh -huh. I need to actually ask some of our listeners if they can help me here. Okay, so, I'm having a problem with TikTok, and that problem is someone registered Wampler pedals already. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing on the page, but someone else registered it, which means that I'm now Wampler underscore pedals. Which is well, pretty frustrating. frustrating. And yeah. I can't find any way to get a hold of anyone at TikTok to be like, how do I verify that this is my company? Or is that even a thing at this point? So, like, if you know anyone who can get me to who I need to talk to, that would be fantastic. Oh, wow. I did not. I, I don't know. Does TikTok do verification yet? Oh, they I, do. I yeah, know. they do. I, I've seen blue checks on TikTok. But, uh. I, for the life of me, can't figure out how to get verified on anything, so <laughs> I'm not the person to ask. But that is really annoying. It's, and it, yeah, it's very this, annoying. This seems this reeks of the dude who once, uh, like, bought up a bunch of different pedal builders and and gear affiliated organizations uh domains. Or and tried not, to like, sell them back to me. Yeah, yeah, I that. yeah. That's what it smells like. <laughs> He didn't just do that to you. He did that to a bunch of people. He didn't do it to me, but he, I know he did it to some other like gear media people too. And it's just like, what? You are a crazy person. Yeah. You're a crazy person. Yeah, that's a little odd. A little odd when that happens. But yeah, I mean, the, I mean, is weird. the plat like the TikTok platform is pretty new to anyone that's you know not a kid, pretty much, right? Because it was Musically, which was really aimed towards younger kids. Uh, when I say kids, I literally mean like under eighteen. And then right. a little bit older, we've talked about this, a little bit older people started getting on it. Now older and older people are getting on it, which means like old farts like us are uh, getting on there and trying to make content. And now I have someone that registered, like they already registered the domain. Who, that's not a mistake. It's not Tom Smith or something, you know, it's Wampler Pedals. Like you, you've got to try to do that. And it, I swear if someone tries to sell that to me, I will smear it all across the internet. <laughs> I mean, what, what other reason could somebody have other oh. than trying to do that? You know what I mean? Oh, that's, it's so ridiculous. That's the only reason that somebody would take your name. So Unless they wanted to start posting up like fake content and trying to like make some sort of weird like – Brian Wampler said this, but it's like, <laughs> I, I don't think that makes right. a whole lot of but sense either. That's going to be hard on TikTok when everything is so first person, you know? <laughs> yes. Everything's like right in your face. It's an interesting platform, like for yeah. sure, because it's, it's definitely, it's definitely starting to slant older. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I got on there a few months ago and I don't do a ton of stuff on there, but I started, you know, kind of repurposing some content and then filming some new stuff, you know, for that. And it's like, it reminds me of how Instagram was in 2014, right. you know, like you could actually still really get a decent amount of organic reach back then. Exactly. They've, they've yeah. kind of squashed that in a lot of ways on Instagram. TikTok still will put you in front, front of people that it thinks need to see it. Yeah. 
it's it's way more organic, which is why I mean it's grow well. It's not why it's growing. It's one of the reasons why it's growing so quickly among uh, businesses. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think so, but it really is. I mean, I mean, I know JHS has a TikTok. I know. I think I saw. Did I see Earthquaker. I don't know I don't if Earthquaker's know. got one. I know Walrus has one. They started one. Um, that's all I've saw so far as far as pedal building. Wampler underscore pedals has one. Yep. I just I put my first my first ticky talk up last night. That's a terrible name for it. Uh, if if a tweet is part of Twitter, what should we call it? A TikTok video. Not ticky talk. Not ticky talk. That's not good. Uh, uh, I don't know. A tech. No, no, that's terrible. I don't know. I've just called him a. I just, I just said TikTok video. That's that's largely what I've heard him referred to, which yeah. is not as simple as a tweet. But also, tweet always sounded really stupid to me, and I <laughs> am never on Twitter, so maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not sure. I did have someone that because because I, I um I uh what I, I did a video on well, I did it on both of my different pages, and then I uploaded them to my story on on Instagram because you mm-hmm. know trying to get a little traffic over to the TikTok, right? And um, someone sent me a message and said, this is not what TikTok is made for. <laughs> I, re- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I replied back and I said, it is now. <laughs> Take a look around. It's, it's only going to get worse from here. That's the way it works. People make a platform that's fun and entertaining, and then all the businesses come in and wreck it. <laughs> wreck it. They ruin it. <laughs> Sorry, that's just, uh, just the way it works. Or the good ones don't. The good ones don't don't ruin it. They just go in and try to contribute. Well, then, uh, I say ruin it because I mean, like when you scale that up, eventually Coca Cola is going to be is going. They're going to have a TikTok. They probably do now. Who knows? But, oh, I mean, they probably do. I I definitely I got a Pepsi ad in it the other day. There's not a ton of ads on it right now, but they definitely are right. monetizing it a little bit. Yep. This like the time when Instagram had no ads. Remember that? Remember that time? People used to post pictures of food. I mean, I still do post pictures of food. So. Yeah, but back then it was it was the food picture taking app. You know? It was mm. it was many moons ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So eventually, bigger businesses are going to get into uh, TikToking. How about that? Uh, they're going to get into TikToking, and then there'll be ad money there, and then they'll start charging money for promoted posts, and that'll be ruined, and there'll be something else that comes up. We've seen it time and time again yeah. at this point. It, the formula is pretty easy to recognize. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess this is turning into more of a one of the businessy episodes since we're talking about all these social platforms, which is all right. We haven't done that in a while. Um, but like the the formula has been like once you see like what Facebook did, like any other social platform that pops up is trying to replicate that in some way, shape, or form. Why would a platform want to have a lot of users? Why why would they want that? Well, they would want that so that they can sell ads to those users. Uh, I seen an article one time that was a it put it really well. It said if if the service is free, then you are the product. Exactly. Yep. And I was like, "Ah, oh, that is very smart." And I've never I never thought about it in that, those terms before, but that's 100% what it is. Like YouTube is another people don't think of YouTube as a social platform so much, but it kind of is. But it's still a free service. And how do they make their money? Ads, ads, and data. Mm-hmm. Just like I mean, that's the big thing about Google. Just they make more money off data than anything else. Yeah, you know, they sell it. They 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 know everything about you. <laughs> that's the thing. Like they know way more than they want to say that they know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's yes. creepy. It's it's very creepy, especially you know like when you're having a conversation about, uh, I don't know, tennis rackets, and then all of a sudden, wow, that's weird. There's an ad for tennis rackets on this website. Huh, that's odd. Well, this this literally just happened to my wife while we were talking on on this podcast. So last night, there's a guy named uh, Hamish Michael who he's on Instagram and he comments and he's a he's a big gear nerd and all this stuff. And a few months ago. Maybe even almost a year ago, I can't remember. He, we were chatting, and he said, "Oh yeah, I'm in New York. Uh, my wife's filming this thing for Amazon. Uh, she's she's in a in a movie that Amazon's producing." I'm like, "Whoa, that's cool!" And then I started getting ads around now 
for a, a movie called The Hunters, which is an Amazon Prime show that is focusing on like people like killing Nazis in America, basically, is what the concept is. I don't know that much about it, but Al, Al Pacino's in it and all this stuff. Um, well, his wife was a, a big character in that in that show. I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. So I told my wife about it last night. Hey, I was chatting with this guy, blah, blah, blah. She texted me while we were recording this and said, guess what I just got to add for? <laughs> the Hunters. That's That's just coincidence, Blake. That's all it is. She wasn't searching for it. I know she didn't. We were talking about it in the car, and she just just now got hit with the ad for it. So mm-hmm. hmm. that's one of the things. I, I I know we're getting way off topic of guitar stuff, but that's okay. Next next week we'll do a guitar topic. We did one last week, actually. No, I did one last week. Anyways, where was I going with that? Um, something I worry about is you know how we're building smart homes, basically. In other words, devices and appliances and etc. That are integrated into the internet, whether it's right. a thermostat or a TV or a toaster or a microwave or a refrigerator or a coffee pot, whatever. All that stuff collects data. Like I, ju- I just read something recently about the the higher end Roombas are, and I, I never knew this, but apparently they they map out your house as they go around. Yeah. And as I as the the article stated that the company that owns Roomba sold that data. Sold the layout of people's houses. To, I don't know who bought it, but they were sell, they were selling that data. I guess there was a big lawsuit or something. Wow! So like, there's just things like that that aren't really accounted for. That uh, it makes me the old the old man in me, the old uh, the old boomer in me, gets a little bit nervous when it comes to that sort of thing. I, you know, I part of me gets nervous about it, and then part of me also goes, "What what are we gonna do about it?" Like the genie is literally out of the bottle at this point for us. So that's why I, and that people think I'm weird about this, but that's why I don't really post anything with my kids. Yeah. Same. Like, like the, the genie isn't out of the bottle for my kids yet. Right. And we didn't know what we were getting into. Right. We didn't really understand that the data was going to be as important as it is. And we didn't really understand how much of it was going to be collected. It's kind of too late for you and I. But my kids, we can, I feel like I can educate them on that. And at least when they're like, like teenagers or something, I'm not going to say that I'm like going to prevent them from using the internet by any stretch of the imagination. I just want them to recognize what they're doing when they do it and if they're willing to you know, have that be compromised. Maybe that's overly paranoid. Uh, I don't know. But I just feel like we didn't really know, but now we do. And so our kids deserve to... Ha, you know, be armed with that information before they go posting selfies. And- I've tried to teach my kids, that, and my my kids are older than yours. And I, with my youngest, she understands it more. But the other kids, whenever I tried to explain, like, no, like take your location off that, like you know, all that stuff, they looked at me like I was crazy. Like I was just some freak that was <laughs> freaking out over, you know, things that were just um, not realistic. Now, I mean, they've come to since change their mind, but, you know, as uh, at that time, 13, 14-year-old kids that were posting on Instagram and had their location there, I'm like, no, 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 no. You take that location off of your post. Do not allow an Instagram to do that or Facebook or whatever it was at the time. So... Well, I also think that the knowledge of all this stuff happening wasn't as prevalent at the time. You know, that was that they would have been that would have been a few years ago, right? Like now, people yeah. are seeing that some of these "quote unquote" paranoid fears are actually real. They are actually happening, and so it. it and I think I think that I I think we will see a pullback. Actually, I think people will get tired of everything always knowing everything. And there will be a slight pullback. I don't think it'll it's ever gonna go go away entirely. But I could see, you know, the next generation being like, hey, you know, I don't think I want you to know everything all the time, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook or Amazon or Google or whatever. Especially when it's in the hands of so few companies. It's not like it's not even as general as like the government. It's like just three or four companies that have all the data. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that. I saw an article this morning. 
It was called The Internet of Things is Sending Us Back to the Middle Ages. And um, what it basically was talking about is how, you know, years and years ago, there were an elite few that kind of owned everything. So maybe if you're a king, he allowed you to have some property, but it was still his, you mm-hmm. know? And how that, it's kind of the same sort of thing, but now we're talking about data. There's a few companies that allow you to have some services, but they're going to do with your data whatever they want, and there's nothing you can do about it yet. And it says, you know, in these terms of services is that we agree to, that it it doesn't it almost doesn't matter what they say in those terms of service because part of the clause in every single one of them is that they can change the terms of service at any time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. At, at any point in time, they can say, "You agreed that you were going to give us your firstborn kid. We're we're coming we're coming to your house to get that." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Daddy Bezos wants that child. That's right. <laughs> G- give me that child. Need some workers in my factories. <laughs> and, you know, and it's it it's not quite that morbid, obviously, but it is it is legit. Like they say, like we can change these terms of services ser- terms of service at any time without notifying you. So you can agree to one thing, and then they can turn around and change it the next day and not tell you, and then compromise you in a way that you didn't agree to, and say, well, you said you agreed to the thing that said we could do whatever we wanted, basically. That's one of the things about like free apps that kind of freaks me out. And and my thought on it is probably not realistic, but for some reason I actually prefer to pay for apps because in some weird way I feel like it's safer with my data. It's probably not true. I don't think that's probably true, yeah. but I get what you're saying. But if it feel I feel nice, it feels nice and fluffy, you know, inside like like I did the right thing rather than get a free app and knowing I'm going to get a bunch of ads and knowing that it's going to basically use all my data and sell it. So I don't That's probably not realistic in any way, but I do feel that way. You know, if I was going to make a guitar app today, you know, the funny thing is if you make a, if you make an app today, whether it's guitar or not, paid apps don't do that well. Free apps do way better. Oh, totally. You know? Of course. I just, um, I just always feel like the user experience is better when it's paid. Not always, but for the most part. For the most part, it is. I mean, I, I haven't. I only have one app that I really. Well, I have. I have a few apps that I've paid for, like editing apps and things like that. Well, those are almost universally better when they're paid for. Yeah. Uh, but one, the one that I have that I, I, I can vouch for for everybody is Calm. Do you know that? Calm. App? I do not. What's that? This podcast is not sponsored by Calm, but it should be because I'm about to give them a big ad. Uh, it's a, it's literally kind of what you think it is. It's an app for like they have guided meditation, uh, they have uh, relaxing sounds, they have you know uh, stories like just like relaxing stories for kids and adults, and it's a it's a cool app. It's 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 saved me from having like a t- sleepless night on more than one occasion and it costs it's not cheap it's it's kind of expensive really for an app it costs it's a subscription based thing i mean you can do a free trial so you can see if it's worth you know worth your time or not but i think it's like 60 bucks a year which well, is ca- kind of expensive for an application but you yeah. know then you can get matthew mcconaughey telling you bad bedtime stories <laughs> i have a better solution for you that's free okay, okay. that is this whenever you're tired or whenever you need to be tired, simply go on YouTube and look up how to how to code in DSP or anything like that. <laughs> Boom! Instant lights out. Works yeah. every time. Oh, that would do it for me, big time. Coding is not my specialty, not uh, and, at all. And you think it would be mine, but it's not. I'm tr- I, I am struggling to try. I really am. I, that's why I have a Jake Steffes though. Jake, uh, and if you listen to the podcast, he's been on here a few times. You've heard us talk about him. He's like our main engineer for Wobbler. So um, he is the he is the coding man. You know he he um, the wizard at the keyboard, mm-hmm. and he's very good at uh, me saying make this one more chewy. He'll say, "Okay, I'll just select the chewy preset." <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me just pull up my custom Chewy code. Oh right. wait, that's for a, that's a Wookie. Uh, gonna have to hard code this from scratch, I think. Uh, but he is good at, at taking guitarist terms. And be like, ah, I know what you you want your Unify more Chewy. I got you. I know what you mean. <laughs> so I don't even know because I'm such a Neanderthal. I don't even know where to begin with DSP stuff. I've been very curious about it for a long time, and like, I don't even know. Where to start? Where does a guy even start with that yeah, stuff? You know, if I was getting into it, like just starting today, like maybe even as a DIYer, I would start on the spin platform. It's just, there's so much information out there for it. And it's, it's, it's fairly simple as far as getting into DSP. And there's a big, there's a big community around it. That, that would be the easiest way to get into it. You can buy a development board so you can plug into it and play it, you know? So... That's where I would start. And there's also, somebody made an app where it's kind of like a drag and drop interface, sort of like a drag and, it's more, it doesn't work exactly like that, but it's easier than typing things out. It does allow you to say, okay, I want a chorus on this one. You can take the chorus module, move it around. Right, right. Yeah. Those, I've, I've, I've messed with those a little bit. The, the thing is, like, I feel like those drag and drop ones just, they don't sound. It's limited. Some, yeah, they don't sound all that great. Yeah, the 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 people that are really good at hard coding from scratch always make those things sound way better. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you're like, just getting into it, you're not going to know all the tricks, you know? Right. Just, right. I mean, that's just the way it is. But it's a, if you're just getting into it, it's a great place to start. And then you can open up, look at the code, and be like, "What happens when I replace this one with a five? Right. <laughs> Oh, that's probably it broke it. That's <laughs> broken now. Right. Cool. That's probably not a good way to go about it, but that's the way I would go about it. <laughs> that's just who I am. That's sort of how you got into the that's, the analog stuff. That's like, exactly. I wonder what happens if I pull this resistor out and put in this other value right. resistor. Let's start. Let's just pull random stuff out and put jumpers in and see what happens. Ooh, that makes a bad buzzing noise. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Why does it do it? I don't know, but it does. For some reason, the battery is getting really hot. <laughs> uh, quick tip: never connect ground and power with Ooh, a jumper. Good idea. I like that. It's a good. They call good that tip. a fuse, and if that fuse doesn't blow, the battery gets really hot. Something will blow at some point. <laughs> Safety Anyways. tips here on the Chasing Tone <laughs> podcast. We can't talk about guitar anymore, but we sure can talk about melting batteries. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, so um, something I wanted to talk about real quick. But it was it was a thread that was on a, a Facebook group. You're gonna love this. So I honestly had thought we were in 2020. We were past these type of topics, but it was a big thread, and I was surprised it was a big thread. And the thread was the th here was the title. Do true bypass pedals run down the battery when they're plugged in and bypassed? Okay. Yes, they do. <sighs> they do. It's, yeah. it, I just, it's a thing. I just, I, I thought over the past 15 years of people doing videos and podcasts and blogs that everyone knew this, but I guess not. It's fine. I get it. We all start somewhere. So, you know, I pop in there and I'm like, mm, yep, they do. Yep. And someone had responded, there is no reason that a battery needs to be consumed in true bypass. The foot switch that routes the signal straight from input to output can also be used to turn off the pedal if the pedal designer is doing it right. What? <sighs> I mean, okay, yes, that's not entirely wrong. It no, could it's, be it, done. It can be done. Yeah, it can. You can, put a, you can double the circuitry and put a lot of fancy stuff in there to make that happen. But it's just a lot easier to use a power supply. Yeah, <laughs> like most people with the big pedal board do. Right. Now, there are some arguments for batteries in, you know, in certain situations, but that is becoming less and less common, especially as we get more into more high-end DSP-based pedals. Like, right. you don't want to put a battery in it, even if they can, even if they can take one. It's going to be dead in, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> if that, yeah. Yeah, some things to be dead within within a minute. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, okay, it is physically possible. It's not like he's asking for something that is just 
over the moon and just insane to even conceptualize. But do you really want the pedal to cost another $30? Right. For that feature and be bigger? Yeah, and it's just, like it's not it, worth it in the long run. No, just plug in a power <laughs> supply and don't use a battery. Probably shouldn't use a battery anyway if you can avoid it. Like just those just end up in a landfill somewhere, so you might as well just plug in a power supply. Let's just do that. It just surprised me. It surprised me that there's still questions like that. I I mean, which makes me which then I started going, what what other things am I missing that I just I take for granted as something everybody knows? You know, what, what is, the, what, what are those things? And does that need content around it to help educate people? I don't know. Well, I, you know, it's, it's hard. And I think, it, I think it comes down to like people's just brains working differently. You know, like I used to have a guy message me on the regular and until I told him, I just like, I'm sorry, man, I just can't, I can't answer all of these questions, but he would he would message me with a with like a, a track, like a song that he wanted, and then he would message me the front of his amplifier, and he was like, how should I set the knobs in order to get this sound? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> That's painful. I was like, man, you know, I would put... A, if I was, you know, I would... I I want to be nice to everybody. I want, I want to help everybody as much as possible. But I was just like, man, I... I would set them like this, and then he, and then I thought that was kind of going to be the end. But after like five or six different interactions that were exactly the same, I kind of just was like, "Man, you got to use your own ears." Like I'm not even in the room with you. Like I, like it might sound different in your room than it would in my room, and so then you should probably set the EQs differently. Like this is all very personal preference type stuff. And he was cool with it. He was like, "Oh yeah, I get it, man. No, no worries." And I was just, but I'm just like. I don't know. I, I like his brain just worked differently. I guess right. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to rationalize that much beyond that. I mean, he was a very nice guy. It's just like I, I don't need to tell you how to set the knobs on your amp. You set it to what sounds good to you. That's the that's the real answer. Like I, my settings are might sound terrible to you. Like they really might. I I don't know. It's <laughs> it's it's such a um, it's such a personal and individual thing. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, like for example, one of our listeners had emailed me asking about. Um, roughly, he said, "Whenever I hear you play your stuff, uh, it has like this bottom end growl that I'm trying to get. I can't get that with my stuff, and I'm playing through a super champ. You know, and <laughs> I'm like, my friend, my friend." I'm playing through uh, probably a 212 cabinet, and you might be listening to a 412 cabinet, depending on what impulse response I'm using. You're never going to get that sort of low end with a super champ. It just ain't going to happen. Like you, you got to have some wattage, and you got to have a big cabinet, and at least a 12 inch speaker. It's you're not going to get the same kind of low end. And um, you know, I mean, that again, I understand that. Like to to me, that's like just a commonsensical thing. But to a lot of others, that never really registers. As, ah, oh, so that's a big part of the equation. It's not, it's not just the pedal or it's not just the guitar pickups. It's also the speaker and the cabinet and what power tubes and what circuitry around the power. Like, all, all that stuff kind of plays a part in it. Well, and it's, it's again, it's getting back to the thing that, that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. I think you and I are surrounded by this stuff 24-7, basically. This is, we've made these weird careers about it, like getting sound to sound the way we want it to. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what we do. And it's, so of course some of this stuff is just common sense to us. Like, it's like, no, duh. But most people don't spend their days with their heads in this kind of thing the way we do. They just don't. They spend their day doing drywall. And then at night they, they play guitar. That's true. And so, so it's it's a different thing. It would be like us walking up to them, like, "How do you, man? How did you get that so straight and perfect?" Uh, they they'd be like, "Well, l with lots of sanding and mud." Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like yeah. But you, when I do it, it doesn't look like that. Like, well, you you don't have ten years of doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's plenty of like everyone's an expert in something. Oh, I That's, totally agree with that. Absolutely, I, th I think everyone's a genius in something. Something. 
I know it sounds stupid, but I think every person has some sort of talent in some area that they are a genius of. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's just, I am really good at picking out the right shoes with this outfit. (laughs) (laughs) They might be the best in the world at that particular thing. Or I know everything about Chewbacca, you know? (laughs) And some people probably haven't found theirs yet. That's true. That's that's the other thing. Like you might be listening to this and going, "Well, that's not me. I'm not an expert at anything." It's like, "Oh, you you are. You just haven't found it yet." If you if you don't think or you haven't thought about it enough. Right. You know. And some people it might be like it might be playing guitar. Some people are Joe Satriani. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, well, one guy's Joe Satriani. Yeah, yeah, the one person is. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it everyone's got something. I don't know what mine is yet. Yeah. And if you're bonnet, I think mine is blabbing incessantly on the internet. <laughs> That's what mine is. I was going to say, if you're Bonamassa, you're never going to be Joe Satriani. You're going to be a great Bonamassa, though. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a good point. But yeah, I, uh, my talent so far seems to be um, I can hear weird frequencies when they're distorted. <laughs> yeah. It looks you're... like paint to me in my head for some reason. And really? That, yeah. Looks like paint? It looks, looks like, like colors? Looks like colors. Yeah. When you you have to close your eyes, or does it just immediately trigger? It's just a, as I'm doing stuff, it 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 feels like looking at a picture. That's interesting. It's very odd. Yeah. So like uh, that's something I was watching last night. I was looking at, you know, like this frequency analyzer and everything, and he was saying something along along the lines of it's doing these high harmonics when it's asymmetrical, but when it's symmetrical, you can tell by the test tone that it's not you know it's a little more compressed or whatever. And I'm like, well, duh. You know, (laughs) of course it is. Of course it's doing this and this and this and this, and it's going to feel like this and it's going to sound like this. That's, I mean, you could, there's only one, one thing I can do with that talent. (laughs) And if people stop buying pedals, I don't know what I'm going to do. So don't stop buying pedals. Please don't stop buying pedals. Nobody stop buying pedals. Buy all the pedals. (laughs) Especially the ones that start with W. No, oh, yes. those, those ones are wonderful, those wonderful, are wonderful pedals. <laughs> That's interesting. I've never really thought about like what sound I, I, I literally, I don't feel like I picture anything when I'm like trying to dial something in. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's a lot of colors. It's, it's, it's a, literally a picture in my head. I'll have to think about it next time I'm doing it. I've never paid that much attention to what my brain was actually doing. I definitely put a lot of focus into it when I'm when I'm doing that. But and it's different than you. You're like designing effects. I'm more talking about like trying to get a good recorded sound is generally what I'm talking about. And I don't know that I I don't know that I picture anything in my head, but I also there's been this thing going around the internet recently of some people discovering that some people don't have an internal monologue with themselves. Hmm. And I, I had to think about that for a second on whether I do or not. And I do. But I was like, I don't know. I've never thought about it. Do I do that? And I was like, oh, I'm doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had an internal dialogue about whether you have an internal dialogue, right? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay. Because at first I was like, well, I don't do that. And I was like, Oh yeah, you're you're doing it as as you're thinking about this. You're you're doing it. So, I've uh, I have a bad habit of verbally talking to myself all the time. Like literally, I'll be making coffee and I'll I'll have bits and parts of conversations, and my, my wife <laughs> stares at me like I'm the weirdest person. There's a lot of times I'm say I'll say I'm sorry that wasn't supposed to be out loud. That's that was supposed to stay in my head. It just for some <laughs> reason came out of my mouth. She's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I do that. I, I'm I'm not too bad at doing that when I'm around people. I, I can definitely like keep it in. But when I'm by myself, if you like put a camera in the room, you would be like, this is an insane person that we're dealing with right now. <laughs> He's just rattling off nonsense. I'm I'm good about like keeping it in check in public or when other people are around, but when I'm by myself, I'm constantly just like, oh, this stupid oh, oh, oh that's pretty cool. Ah, blah 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 blah. <laughs> like It'd be like, it's like Jekyll and Hyde back and forth, like all the time. It's really, it's, it's really weird. We're, yeah, it's, we're it, weird, weird people. We've talked about that. I, I think if this episode isn't any indication of us being weird people with uh, no sense of direction, <laughs> I, then I don't know what is. You bring up a very good point there. This, this podcast will, uh, 
well, I don't want to say to go down in history because after AI takes over, who knows what's going to happen. But at least for, for the short term, it's definitely going to point people to a direction um, in knowing that my thoughts are fairly scattered. Yeah, they pretty much just go everywhere all at once. It's like taking up, it's like taking a, a, a nice, even stack of toothpicks or something and just throwing them up in the air and letting them fall <laughs> where they fall. That's, that's what my thoughts feel like a lot of times. Yeah, I, I can relate to that in, in a lot of ways. Which, speaking of, I've considered this for my own podcast recently because I wrote the description for that thing, you know, like five years ago. And I realized it doesn't really accurately describe the Tone Mob podcast. You know, and it's like, it, like it's Tone like Mob this has very, changed, yeah. It's changed a lot. I mean, the format's still the same, but I feel like it's it's never, it's always led people to believe that it's more on topic than it is. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's probably not good. But I wondered about this one too. I wondered if we, we might want to change the description on this one. At some point, you know why it's funny you mention that. I like literally two days ago or something like that, two or three days ago, I was having the exact same thought. Uh, two things: one, this is rarely about chasing tone. <laughs> exactly, it's rarely about that. Um, sometimes it is, but more than not, it's two two dudes having a conversation about things that sometimes includes guitar stuff. Yeah, um, and, and sometimes we get really nerdy. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes we go way into the weeds on something. But yeah. then other times we talk about nonsense. Like this. Like episode. today. <laughs> yeah. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. That's no, the other thing. that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You can't, I, I'm very much against faking something, you know, which is why if you've been listening to this podcast since the very beginning, you've noticed it's changed. It, this literally could have been like eight different podcasts by now because <laughs> yes. the first, the first episodes were different than the 50 through hundred, which were different through the hundred through 150. It, like it's just, it's constantly changing and evolving. And it's because my life's constantly changing and evolving. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of a, re a reflection of my life and, and the business and what's going on in the world and my friends like Blake and it just is what it is, man. Yeah. And I, I think people like that, or at least they, they message us and tell us they do, but I, I, I'm kind of with you, like on this new description type of thing. Um, it just feels like we should, I don't know. I feel like we should warn people what they're getting into, at least with the description of the podcast. I don't think we can change the name. It's been so it's it's a thing. Yeah, you know it's I like mean? yeah, you can't. We can't. I mean, I joke about changing the name, but you, that would be you know, podcast suicide. To do yeah, that, that'd really. be bad. Um, maybe that's a bad word, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. But I, yeah, an updated description, and I'm, I'm I am going to do this on Tone Mob at some point. Because, I do like I, I and I realized what made me realize it is when I was reaching out to guests or when guests were emailing with me potential guests. They'd be like, what are you, you know, what's your show about? And I realized how I was describing it to them was not how it was being described to potential listeners. Right. Uh, you know, like in my description, it talks about like, oh, Blake talks to, with various people from the guitar world about their gear and stuff. And that is true. But we also like talk about their lives. We've talked about people's, you know, struggles with addiction. We've talked about, you know, funny stories. We've talked about all kinds of things on there and it doesn't always, it's gear centric, but it's not always strictly gear. You know, we've talked to, you know, I've had a, a two hour podcast with a guitarist, like, and a lot of it was talking about how to like his theories on how you make it in the music business, <laughs> you know? So there was like gear talk, but then it spiraled into another direction. So I've been describing it as like, you know, like we, it's an hour ish conversation about, Gear, food, life, etc. <laughs> and I'm like, that's actually more accurate than what my description right. says. So, well, I, that's that's why I started going to like the uh, the formal intro. You know, where mm -hmm. where basically I'm like, uh, what is it that I say? I say uh, we talk about guitars, amps, and effects, as well as quite a bit of off-topic discussions because a lot of it's off-topic discussions for anything to do with guitar stuff. Yeah, Not anything to do, but you know. I mean, we were talking about YouTube earlier, which you could say arguably is about guitar stuff, but it's also not. 
It's also ge- yeah, gen- yeah, general. Yeah, I guess just just uh, information for people. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I I don't know about this podcast. I don't know because you get more information on this than I do. But I am starting to realize that I have a lot of non-guitar listeners to my supposed guitar podcast. You know, I don't know. I, in fact, that'd be a good thing to ask. I would love to hear from those who do not play guitar and still listen to this podcast. Just shoot me a quick message. Be like, hey, I'm one of them. Like, I, yeah. that, would, that would be fantastic to know. I, I don't know. I, I, get, I do get questions, but they're mostly like questions about content. Like, hey, I noticed that you talked about this. Here's what I did, and it worked great. Thanks for the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear it. Like, how many people who don't play guitar listen to this podcast? Not because I don't want to talk about guitars, but because I'm just curious. I had way more than I thought I did. I know of at least five people that don't play any instruments that listen to my podcast. How did you how did you find out? Well, one of them doesn't one of them only kind of counts. He's my brother-in-law. <laughs> but but he listens all the time. That's the thing. Like, my my brother, he doesn't play but he listens to the podcast every week. It's well that's I mean, to me like my dad plays and he doesn't listen every week. You know what I mean? But my brother-in-law does and he doesn't play anything. He's just like, I started listening just because I wanted to see what you were doing, and then I just really enjoyed the conversations. I was like, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, but then, yeah, there's a handful of other people that I've uh, messaged with. It's just people who have emailed me, basically, like, and said, like, I don't even play guitar, but I really enjoy your show. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's awesome, I guess. Like, I don't want, I would love, you know, for for it to be an enjoyable enough conversation that non-guitarists can relate to it somewhat. I Sometimes I don't know how that's possible because we'll be like, the Boss PS3 is the greatest thing ever, blah, blah, blah. And like, how is a person who doesn't play going to even know what a Boss PS3 is? Right. <laughs> a PS <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. But I guess it I guess it works. I guess if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. Oh, I, 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 uh, I do have a dream of starting... At least one other podcast. And I've, I've threatened I was going to do this forever. I have like so many things I want to do in my life and not enough time to do them. And one of them is I would love to start a, another podcast. Did we talk about this last week or two weeks ago? We've talked about this off and on for years. And okay. I, feel the, I feel the same way. Yeah, I just, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I want to, there's, there are people, I've realized that by having this, these podcasts and having, I have reasons to talk to people that I would never get to talk to. But it, but now I've limited myself to basically being able to only talk to guitarists and bassists for the most part. And that, you know, I have a, there's people, we talked about me wanting to interview Henry Rollins on an episode. Maybe right. it was two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago, yeah. I had at least three people be like, I would love to hear you talk to Henry Rollins. And I'm like, I have no reason to reach out to him other than I would like to talk to him. <laughs> He doesn't, he's like not a guitar guy, you know, (laughs) he's an amazing person, but like, I feel like that's stepping out of my format too much. Maybe it's not, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I would love to have like a more general podcast where I just talk to whoever I thought was cool. That would be awesome. Maybe, maybe you you keep the tone mob, but then you start a talk mob. The talk Talk mob. mob The the talk mob. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) It would and be fun. Just, I would. And you I would become love to the mob it. guy. You, you're I become the, who? You're the, you're the mob guy. The mob. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy's got the, all the mob podcasts. Of course, then <laughs> you'd have government problems, and you'd be like, "No, no, no, not that kind of mob. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's a group conversational thing." Yeah, <laughs> it's not what it seems like. Even though I use the Godfather text. Well, what else we got? Do we have That's, anything else for people this week? Well, we're about 55 minutes into it this week. This has been a long one. This has been a long off topic, you know? We really went for it this time. Man, we didn't pull no punches, you know? Well, I don't think I have anything else other than uh, I guess we'll talk to people next week, huh? We'll talk to you next week, and I will try to think about what the, how I'm going to introduce this podcast because I have no idea. Well, that is going to be a challenge. Gonna, I don't envy you. Yeah, I, see, normally I do that after the fact, and today, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We talk about YouTube. We talk about guitars for about 10 minutes. And then we talk about a bunch of other stuff for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> that's that's my normal entry. We talked about, I think, pickups and a bunch of other things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, if you All made right. it this far into this random spirally episode, I really appreciate it. And you obviously know how I started it at this point. There you go. All right. Later, Brian. See you. Thank you for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and I'll personally get your email. I would also love to hear your thoughts on these episodes as well. And especially, as we mentioned earlier, if you're not a guitarist at all and you listen to the podcast, I'd love to hear from you as well. If you like this podcast, make sure to share with your friends, bandmates, and others into guitar podcasts. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is just to simply recommend it to your friends. And if you want to go the extra mile, go to wamplerpedals.com, buy a shirt or something. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.